We're back. Welcome, welcome back to another episode of the Bang and Clanging Sports Podcast. That's right. Welcome back once again. We're ex- ex- giving you guys another exciting episode. As always, we are your gracious hosts. We got Crossbones here, whose arms are stronger than Bobby, Batista, John Cena, all put together in one. Allegedly. John doesn't like to train arms as much, so I might so, be ahead of him. <laughs> so it might be true. He probably does have strong arms than John Cena. It's possible. That awesome. is possible. And I am Blackbird, maybe second strongest arms. I actually like to train arms, so no, I doubt I got seen on that. But you know what? You know what the funny thing about training is crossbones? I mean, the hardest part is not the you know the putting back the weights or how many reps or how many sets of meals you gotta get in. It's the freaking laundry you have to get done. Wash all these workout clothes and get them put away. It's so much. It's so much laundry. It is. Um my goal in life is to get to a point where I never have to wear the same socks twice. That is a very comfortable position to be in. And Mm -hmm. that is why I work so hard. I want to wear socks one time and then throw them away and always have fresh socks every single day. Ah, brand new. So you, even if there's nothing wrong with the socks, just throw them away, throw them away, throw them away. I don't, I don't want to deal with socks anymore. I just want to wear them one time, one workout. When I'm done with the socks, throw them away. Even the Under Armour ones? Even the Under Armour ones. Woo. Yeah, I hope one day when I reach that point in life where I have money in the bank can't afford to so much socks. It'd be very expensive. (laughs) It's very expensive. That's why I say I can't do it now. But it gives me something to keep keep working forward, to keep pushing myself to get to that level. That is really true. I actually need to buy more socks because every time I squat or deadlift, I rip my socks all the time because I go barefoot. Squats are important. They are very important. They are very important. And socks are also very important. So there's two very important things that you got to have together. That's right. That's right. Because I have no special squatting or deadlifting shoes. I just go to old-fashioned barefoot, and then my socks are destroyed where now I'm losing pairs of socks now. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, that's why. And and also, I mean, once you do your laundry, you got to pair them back up. You got to mm-hmm. find which socks match. Who has time for that? Just th- just toss them. Toss exactly. your socks and, right just open a, and just open a, and just open a new pack of socks. That would be amazing. Like right now, as we speak, I'm looking at it. I just did the laundry. It's a giant pile of workout clothes. I was like, how yeah. much workout clothes do I use in a day? I was like, goodness. This yeah. is in, yeah, I, mean, I was like, oh, God. I don't even wear socks. People would be surprised. Yeah, people would be surprised at how much. All right, so we have had a little bit of time to go past since WrestleMania. Some time has passed. Um, let's just do a quick rundown of the matches. Everybody, I'm sure, has had time to digest stupendous WrestleMania that we had. Uh, let's we'll start with night one. So we had the, uh, the Usos versus Boogs and Shinsuke. Winners, the Usos. Uh, bad injury to to Rick Boogs. I hope he gets back very soon. Hard one because you we all you, you know us in the fitness place and and know about injuries. We heard the pop and that was gruesome. Yeah, yeah. This, you don't want to mess around with your tendons. Um, mm-hmm. Next we had uh, Baron Corbin versus Drew McIntyre. That's right. You know, like a you know, I feel like oh, that was a good match, but you know. I'm surprised it was that good of a match, but I feel like Drew could have been more. Oh, well, I let it say now, but going forward, he goes up to the main event, you know, title picture now. Where you know, I like Baron now, but you know, Drew is that main top guy. guy. Uh, then we had this was night two, but uh, we still have it on night one in our last podcast. So we had uh, the New Day versus Ridge Holland and Sheamus. Good match, could have been better. Yeah, I'd be. I would have been very mad if I'd flown out there to see uh, Xavier Woods wrestle, and he only wrestled for uh, forty-one seconds. Yeah, but I watched on TV, so I was fine with it. Um, then we had uh, one of the surprising matches. We had uh, the Miz and Logan Paul versus Rey Mysterio and Dominic Mysterio. That is right. I don't like Logan Paul, but I give him credit. That was uh, he did he did pretty well on his first wrestling career. For dude, me, dude, he have yeah. a box. He should have wrestled. Dude crushed it. I mean, I, I don't. I mean, he's a, he's a good athlete. I, I mean, I you can look and tell at his stuff. I watch his training. He's a great athlete. 
Um, but, you know, sometimes it doesn't transfer over. Sometimes the good athletes, you still can't wrestle. I, I've seen it several times. People who, who come from doing very athletic things can't get into the rhythm or be able to do this. He did a Three Amigos and a Flog Splash perfectly. Mm-hmm. Perfectly. He had the best coach. The yeah. Miz, Miz, amazing coach. He yeah. learned from Hamilton. <laughs> so, yeah. Of course. So he was able to, and he did it. I, what was he, what did he train for? Like three weeks. He only trained I, for like three, I, he only trained for like three weeks. I feel like they said three weeks. I think he was training longer than that. Yeah, but that I was gonna say that's pretty pretty damn impressive mm-hmm. for uh, for Logan Paul. Um, and he, somebody, you know, this was actually a real question. Uh, somebody mm. asked me, they were like, Hey, you know, they, they don't watch wrestling, yeah, but they know who Logan Paul is. And they were like, do you think that he could do this full time if he wanted to? And to me, yeah. I, I said, yeah, if, if it, if it was something that he felt that he wanted to commit to, um, he could definitely do it full time. Um, but he has a uh, empire of other things going on that would probably prevent him for, from doing what is necessary to become a great wrestler. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't like the guy because he's a douche. But, yeah, wrestling, he could totally do it right now. Like, he should have been a wrestler instead of a boxer to yeah. me. Um, Money-wise, uh, the, box, the boxing, boxing does pay a little bit better. Than, yeah. uh, than, than WWE. Just a little bit. Just a little bit better uh, at this point. And it is a lot less work. You got to show up one time, one fight, get your money, go home. Wrestling, yeah, exactly. as, as you know, it's a, it's a full-time life commitment where you're in a different city every single day, uh, short, very short time time off. So, so yeah. No, it, it is, it's interesting. But, yeah, he could definitely do it if he wanted to. All right. So mm-hmm. then we have what I thought was one of my favorite matches of the night. Uh, Bianca... Bel Air versus Becky Lynch. They stole that shit. That was night one, and they stole it. Yeah, incredible, incredible match. Um, some pretty crazy spots. Um, Bianca goes over, wins. Uh, so a year long story told perfectly um, by the writers of WWE getting the title back on Bianca Belair. Yeah, I feel like that time at SummerSlam, I think that's a thing I heard about Dirty Dudes attitude checks. I think SummerSlam was her, her attitude check, see how she would handle that defeat. And she did well. And they're like, you know what? You did well. You passed. Let's put the belt back on you. Um, then we had, uh, um, let's get to this match. Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, which was, yeah. I mean, it, it was a match. I mean, that, that's, what, that's just kind of what it comes down to. Yes. Uh, they're two. They're two people who, I mean, they have contrasting styles, and mm-hmm. you know, it, it was. I mean, Charlotte is Charlotte. Does Charlotte does what she, Charlotte does? Yeah, very athletic, very uh, matter of fact in the way that she does things, and she won, kept the belt. Yeah, yeah it's a wrestling. World. Like I, like I told everybody, yes, in a real battle, Ronda will kill her. But wrestling world is different, so. Don't, but it's a different atmosphere. So, it's, they don't gel well together for some reason. But, you know, maybe in the next rematch, hopefully they, they get to know each other now. They could gel well better now. Yeah, they'll they'll rematch it. They'll tee it back up at Backlash. All right, so now we get to the surprise match. So we had uh, Seth Rollins go out there, choir, uh, flashy, uh, looks like the <laughs> under the sea enchanted robe as he comes down to the ring uh, for his surprise opponent. That's right. I thought Seth would got the uh, wardrobe from his wife, but it turns out that was his idea. Yeah, no, he was styling. He was styling and profiling on the, on the way of the ring. But That's then right. the music hits, and it's Get it up. the Get it up. adrenaline in my soul. The <laughs> AEW theme of one Cody Rhodes. That's right. Cody Rhodes appeared. A lot of people are afraid I would be Shane McMahon like a little sir, but Vince McMahon knew he was going to pay it off. So he wants to go with a big shot out of WrestleMania. So he brought Cody in. And Cody kept everything from AEW, the music, the nightmare thing, which he negotiated in. Vince said, hey, if it's not broken, why fix it? So he let him have it. Dude, I would say that was one of the most incredible, incredible, like, like just spectacles that I have ever seen. To have Cody come down the ring to his old song, crap. He was getting booed in AEW. He was getting booed. Yeah. 
they, he they, kind of he's a you know, WWE guy. I feel like at AEW he peaked and there was no direction for him. Like he was an investor, he was a VP or whatever you want to call him, whatever. But he just just there. He's like there's no growth for him in AEW by looking at like he can't go for the world title. They're not giving him the money he wants and. What what else he gonna do? So he's a WWE guy. So he got plenty of avenues to go in WWE for now. Yeah, yeah. Um, his his whole thing, you know, he, he was he was trying to get he was trying to get the people at AEW to love him to try to try yeah. to cheer try to cheer uh, for him. And now in WWE, he's got that. He's got this huge thing. Everybody is flowing in, trying to trying to get him in. Or trying to get that energy, and he's got it. He's got the crowd. He's got the he's got the music. He's got the look. He's got everything you need to to be a superstar in the WWE. Yeah, because everybody wanted to see. Because this is like you know, Vince is wearing a victory flag right now. But this is the guy you thought like, hey, he went against WWE. He was an anti WWE guy. He did all these things, then opened his new company, invested in it, and you know. Even though, like, in, you know, I guess people realize that, yeah, the guy's kind of rude in real life, but, hey, the guy's a megastar now, so that's the person you thought was never going to appear, and he appeared. And that nostalgia pop, and he got that mega power behind him, and he pretty much blew the roof off the place because he was a guy you never thought was ever going to come back. Another question I got from, uh, mm. from a friend of mine who doesn't watch wrestling, who was watching this. Okay. They asked me, they were like, hey, you know, this guy, I gave him the story, backstory about he was there. Could, he asked me, could anybody else could have left six years ago and done this? And I said, absolutely not. Like come I, to AEW and the no, I, I don't think, like, let's just say that John Moxley left six years ago. Mm-hmm. Um or um, or Roman Reigns left six years ago, mm-hmm. or or somebody like CM Punk that could go in, build an entire, or help build an entire company, mm-hmm. um, to know the business the way that Cody does, to be able to influence people to invest in the business the way that Cody does, to to structure the business initially, build a foundation, and then build it from the ground up into a legitimate contender against WWE. I don't think anybody else could have done it. No, well, Cody had a lot of people backing into He had the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega and Jericho, which he had all the minds and brains all together formed into one entity and just, blah, there it goes. A giant corporation is made because Cody learned from everybody. He learned so, from Dusty. Dusty Dusty is one was I mean Dusty's yeah. brilliant. He he worked on NXT for a very long time. He 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 was a booker in WCW for a very long time. Mm-hmm. He is uh is wrestling. And I do I love what I love the the line at the beginning of Cody's song. It's like there is one wrestling has more than one royal family. That's right. There's more than one. He probably just not announced to himself, but he's saying like, "Hey, there's other people out here, not just the roads." Yeah, yeah. So I am. I I, I thought it was a great match. Unbelievably, unbelievable story. Um, great spots. Uh, the, the one that sticks out on my, in my mind is a suplex over the top rope um, and yeah. down to the floor. That was a pretty pretty gnarly one. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, but my favorite of the night, uh, the favorite of the match. When he goes into the dusty spiel and he hits him with a bionic elbow right before he hits his last crossroads, uh, the yeah. third one of the three. That's right, homage to his dad because you know Cody always wanted to be like his dad, so he has a, he he. This is the chance to make it work. Can he reach that pinnacle like your dad did, buddy? That tribute right there to seal the deal. And my whole deal with this, which is cool, is that he, I, I he's coming back to reclaim the throne. That's mm-hmm. what he's doing. He is back to, to to he left six years ago, built up a company, and now he is back to take back the throne for the Rhodes family. That's right, because you know, because the, there, there was no Rhodes there. Everybody left. He he kind of made his own dynasty with AEW and left that to conquer WWE now. Yeah, because the throne is right now being held by the tribal chief Roman Reigns and. Yeah. You know how Vince feels about him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think. I mean. I mean. Everybody knows that's the match. That is. That yeah. is the definitive 
match to uh, it's the biggest match you can possibly have. Those are those, they're the two biggest stars in wrestling. Period. Like if you if you look at who is at the top, Cody was AEW. Roman Reigns is WWE. They are one A and one B in this entire global wrestling world. Yeah, you got the top star from AEW going against the top star of uh, WWE. You you got AEW versus WWE right now, so you got that. Uh, um, so uh, Co- uh, Cody wins, uh, and we we might see that, or we will see that again at WrestleMania Backlash, right? Maybe it's right now is up in the air, which I heard Roman Reigns' shoulder. He popped in. Well, we go to that match later as I talk about his uh, shoulder injuries. Are, are playing down low right now, so they keep him off matches to know when it's fully recovered. So it's a maybe a backlash right now. All right, so uh, we go to the final match of uh, what was going to be the KO show interview. Oh, um, that's my favorite segment after yeah, the whole WrestleMania. Stone Cold and uh, Kevin Owens getting after yeah. it. Right. That was the thing we thought was we we didn't even think this was gonna be a full blow, but we thought they're gonna talk trash, little scuffle, stunner, beer drink, game over. But Austin had a full blown match. I was like, yeah, that 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 was the number one match of the freaking WrestleMania for me. Seeing Stone Cold Steve Austin again in the ring, again having a match against you know one of the greatest workers, Kevin Owens, who will protect him. They carry him in the match, and Oscar do his thing. And he took a bump on yeah. the floor yeah. and on the mats everywhere. It's a match. Steve, uh, Steve Austin is 57 years old, and I never, ever thought that I would ever see him wrestle again another match. But he gave us one of his finest matches. He saved the best for last. Good exactly. Like, like Bully Ray said, he had one more left in the tank, and he gave it to us. And I knew he loved it. I, he, I knew that he was itching for that. Like, you could tell in his face he was so happy to be back because he lived and breathed pro wrestling. And he, he got a, one more match in him, and he gave us, you know, one more farewell tour, which was amazing. I feel like I'm back in the 90s, back in yeah. middle school. Yeah, it was a good elementary it, school. It was a good, um, it was a good throwback to that era, and uh, as as everybody like uh, Kevin Owens grew up on Stone Cold, I'm sure everybody everybody who grew up in that era wanted to see uh, this one more time. Mm-hmm. And they got it, which was the best match of the night to me. Absolutely, best match of the night. That's right. I didn't cry. Somebody else cried during this, not me. (laughs) (laughs) So as we go on to night uh, night two of the most stupendous WrestleMania, I was thinking to myself, I was like, how are they going to top that? (laughs) How are they going to top that? They they put, I I don't know if if when you look at it, you're like, okay, we'll split it down the middle. What matches do we think are going to be good? What matches do we not think are going to be good? Mm -hmm. Uh, they They were all great, I thought. So night two, we get the uh, women's tag team championship. Mm-hmm. Um, we got uh, Carmella and Zelina. Yep. We have uh, Liv Morgan and Rhea. Mm-hmm. Um, Bianca Belair and oh, Bianca. Huh? That's, that's, that's Sasha and uh, Sasha, Sasha Naomi. Sasha <laughs> Naomi. Sasha Naomi. Natalia, uh, the uh, 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 oh, crap, what, the fighter. <laughs> Oh, um, spades, spades. Yes, that's what they yeah. They were yeah. in. There. Yeah, so they were in there. Um, good, good match. I mean, everybody knew who was going to win. Uh, yeah. We all knew. We all knew that Naomi and Sasha were going to win that. So, so it it played out the way that it should have. And uh, now they are your. Tag- that's right. The new tag champ. Tag team champions crowned. That's right, Sasha and Naomi. Sasha and Naomi. All right, so next match, let's get to uh, Omos and Bobby Lashley, which uh, was an in- which was an interesting pairing. Uh, Omos had not been beaten. Bobby Lashley coming off a shoulder injury. Uh, I, I it was up <laughs> in the air. I didn't know which way was they were going to go. You've been building Omos all this time. You've been building Bobby all this time. Two <laughs> two power power people going toe to toe. 
That's right. I kind of figured I saw who was going to win when Omos had a regular entrance and Bobby came like looking like he got off a bodybuilding stage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They, they they went all all in on the Bobby Pyro. I know. It was crazy, you know. At first I thought it was crossbones, but then I was like, "Oh no, it's Bobby." <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But... yeah. Yeah, it was good though. I I enjoyed it. it was it was it, it was a match basically. It's not the best match for Bobby, but because Omos is very limited to what he does, he's just a tall dude. Just he doesn't grasp the concept of wrestling yet because he there's a few spots where he messed up where Bobby went for the finish for the spear and Omos wasn't there, so he speared his back and had to reset it for the finish. But it was a match, you know. It got Bobby over again. But Bobby is a baby face. I'm not a fan of. I want him as back as a heel. He is. He's much better heel. Much better heel. All right. Yeah. So uh, that's going to continue on. We got some stuff with MVP involved now, being Omos's mouthpiece. So Thank God. Gonna, yeah, we're going to see how that goes. All right. Next, we had uh, John Knoxville versus Sami Zayn, which is another oh, crazy, God. over-the-top match that was absolutely insane. John Knoxville worked well in the holes because it worked around what he could do, which is do random crazy stuff, which is amazing. It we saw we slam Sami Zayn, and it was a it was an episode of Jackass. It was a live action episode of Jackass, um, in a wrestling match. And and give it to the writers, whoever put that book that match and made it what it was. That was pretty incredible to see all the those aspects of the show played out right in front of you. That's right. Sami Zayn is having a night of his life. He's having the best matches. Freaking the John Knoxville and him, but it was so it was hilarious. And we see the return of Mark Henry and May Young's hand right in yeah. the match, all growing up. Huge, huge hand, huge hand. All right, John <laughs> Knoxville wins. Then we had another uh, amazing match. So you had Pat McAfee versus now he's Theory, no longer Austin Theory. Uh, like it, you need a lap first and last. And Theory, bland. Austin Theory, good. What are you doing to us, WWE? Yeah. <laughs> So as you have uh, Pat McAfee, NFL punter, great athlete, uh, was in there. He he's another person. If if uh, the opportunity, if when the opportunity arises for him to wrestle, he's going to get in there. He's going to kill it. He is yeah. two for two, outstanding performances. Um, the backflip off the top rope that I saw, I was like, geez, that 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 was that was amazing. Probably one of the spots of the of the night for me was that. That's right. My spot was him still be able to punt the ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's, freaking he's, awesome. I think he retired. I don't. I don't know why he retired. He retired at like twenty eight or twenty nine. Um. So I mean, as a punter, you can punt till like you're forty. He he either got bored of it or he just wanted to pursue pursue other things. Mm-hmm. Um. Because he could definitely still do it if he wanted to. Um, but cool. yeah, did you see how they were doing the vignette? The second he the day that he quit, he went straight into wrestling school. That's right. I didn't know he was secretly training, so now I like him more. He took yeah. the time to learn it. Yeah, he went straight into wrestling school as soon as he was done with his uh, NFL career. Um, but yeah, he had, he had a great match, but the best part was the was the finish to it. Um, when Mr. McMahon comes down there and challenges um, Pat. Yeah, challenges. That's right. That's right. Vince is like, you want a piece of me? Well, let me take off my jacket and show Whatever muscle I have left in my body to take you on, and this is still pit shark squatting a thousand pounds. Yeah, it, it was a f- interesting video of him pit sharking a thousand pounds. Still it's most like a bounce and back up. But it's still still a thousand pounds. I, I can't do it. Yeah, it, it, I give him credit for a thousand pounds, but it, for his age limit. But that match was a handicap match. To Austin, it was for Austin Theory versus uh, and Vince McMahon versus Pat McAfee. Vince picks up a WrestleMania win, so nobody can take that away from him. Vince McMahon is a WrestleMania winner. That's right. Then out of nowhere, the 1999 call, I think that's the year where Stone Cold come up, and we see Vince and Stone Cold once again in the ring. Yeah, that right there was everything that you wanted to see. Um, It's one of the biggest. It'll go down WrestleMania 38. It'll go down as one of the biggest WrestleMania moments. Of all time, I, I but, think, um, just the way and, that it was done. It, I mean, it's it's almost like when I think of Raw and it, <clears throat> when I was in college, I think mm-hmm. of I think of it always ending with Stone Cold stunning Vince and then going off the. <laughs> that's how I that's how I always picture it. 
Um, that's how it was back then. Yeah, yeah, they had the best feud. Yeah, that that's how it is. They would Sonny would go down. They, uh, Stone Cold would figure out a way to outsmart him, and then he would hit him with a Stone Cold Stunner as a as as the little logo pops up. WWE Wrestling Entertainment as it goes off the air every every Monday night. That's right, and Stone and he did another. And Vince McMahon gave us another comical stunner where he kind of crippled, fell. Well, broke. Look, he broke both his legs while taking a stunner. <laughs> well, Stone Cold kicked him very hard in the stomach. Very hard. That was a love tap. That was a love tap between my those. god, yeah. But he's a 76 year old man. You can't, you take, you can't I, his idea too. You can't, you can't expect that man to withstand. Kick him, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, so that that goes out, and we get one last stunner from if that is the last stunner of Vince McMahon. Uh, thank you, thank you to Vince, thank you to Stone Cold. For being, uh, for being, for 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 enriching all of our lives throughout the throughout the '90s and giving us one of the best feuds ever in sports entertainment. That's right. Let's hope Ray Vince doesn't have to take another bump like that again. <laughs> all right. So we move on to Edge versus AJ Styles. Oh, that match said that besides freaking that match stole the night. That was a pure wrestling match. It was psychology, a story, everything you needed in a wrestling match. That that stole the night right there. Yeah, Edge's character's gotten very dark. I, I mm-hmm. do like that. He's he's also one of those guys who's a better heel. It's kind of weird. That's I think that's why they turned Bobby face, because you don't want that you don't want that heel to face ratio to get out of whack. But I, I like them both as heels. I, yeah, I do exactly. like, yeah, I like them both as heels. Some people are just good as heels, like babyface little while, but he, some people are just good at it. Like Edge, Bobby, they're good at being heels. And Edge's new theme song about Ultra Bridge, great band. Check them out. They're the same ones who did his last theme song, and they did a new one for him. Yeah, <laughs> I downloaded it the other day. It's great, great track. Great That's track. Right. So, so uh, what did you think of the finish of the match? I, I was okay. I didn't like how they introduced um, – uh, priest that early i was hoping it'd be like a clean finish like out of nowhere win then maybe at the end priest will come and beat up aj and join force with edge but the finish was okay yeah yeah so uh it looks like priest and edge and possibly some other members down the road joining edge's new faction i already i already heard the rumor of real ripley joining it i could see that she looks she looks like she belongs there that's right edge is forming the faction I don't know how many people, but he's going to have a big faction. All right. Then we have the main event of main events, title for title, mm-hmm. Roman Reigns versus Brock Lesnar. That's right. It was a good match. We just a match where everybody want to see. The new and improves God mode Roman versus the unstoppable Brock. And they were having a good match. And it ended abruptly because Roman, you know, was dislocated his shoulder. He popped it back in, but the shoulder wasn't 100%. And, they had to take the match home, but before that, they had a good match. It just yeah. ended uh, ended didn't end the way they wanted. <laughs> yeah, it, it's amazing that the two matches that book in the whole thing, the first one with the with the uh, with the Usos, and this was Roman, mm-hmm. and prematurely with an injury. Um, that shoulder injury is a tough one. Um, hopefully, he doesn't have to have surgery. But mm-hmm. I mean, it, it could happen. It, it, I mean, it was in the Komora lock. That, I mean, that's what the Komora is meant to do. It's literally you either tap or your shoulder gets dislocated in the Komora. So, yeah. I mean, Brock being Brock and just being hella strong, you mm-hmm. know, and just taking it, taking it a little bit too far. But and you, if you wanted believability, he gave you all the believability you could handle on that move. That's right, because Brock's a legit fighter and like, he probably wasn't. He maybe cranked a little too hard, or and he could anything could have went wrong in that moment. But yeah, we got some realism. A shoulder came out. We had a quad tear and a shoulder out of place. Yeah, that is that's that's a rough one. So Roman is now a double champ. Um, first double champ uh, since uh, I, the the first time the first double. Yeah, Chris Jericho was a double champ uh, when yep. they unified. When they unified the belts, when he beat the Rock and Stone Cold in the same night, how about that? Yeah. They still yeah. say it every time, even when yeah. I met him. I remember that. Yeah, I remember watching that. I was like, "There's no way that he's got to beat them both." And yeah, he, he Chris Jericho beat them both. Um, That's right. And he still reminded me at 120 Tavern when his band came here a couple of years ago, and I complimented him. He's like, "Yeah, you know, I beat Brock uh, and Austin uh, the same night. Same I know." Night. Same <laughs> night. 
so you know, with with Roman doing this, it cemented his status as uh, a superstar, a superstar among superstars. Not he's unstoppable. Not, yeah, yeah, he has beaten everyone, everyone <clears> as <throat> you can possibly. I mean, the only person, the well, there, there are two people really. There's Drew, who he hasn't faced, and then there's Bobby, who he really hasn't faced. Yeah, um, I would. I would have liked it if he was still healthy. I would definitely like E. Yeah, yeah. No, this this was it. This was this was uh, the culmination of a of a run like no other for uh, for right. the tribal chief. That's right. And their plans, they some plans are saying they wanted him to hold till next WrestleMania, where the they want to bring the Rock in to beat him, which is going to be hard on his schedule. That was actually, you know, uh, speaking of which, that episode of Young Rock that just happened uh, last Tuesday, where the the little kid who is hanging off Rock as he's 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 training <laughs> to be a wrestler, um, and they and they throw in he he the little kid looks at the the, the TV and goes acknowledge me, and he, they give you the rundown, you know, three time uh, champion, whatever intercontinental, you know, all these things, and you 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 see their relationship. That they've had over over the years. That he, I mean, rocks rocks obviously a lot older than Roman. You know, he's he's been there, yeah. climbed the mountain, done it. And uh, Roman was a was a little kid, like a little kid. I'm guessing in nineteen in that that he was like like probably like six or seven. Yeah, probably around that because Rock was what was he in his in his twenties that Rock time? Rock was about Rock was about twenty two. He's about okay, twenty two, yeah. twenty three. So so there's there's a big big time gap, but. He's always looked up to the Rock because he or Dwayne because he is, he was, he was that that older brother figure, um, to to him. So there there is that I I didn't know the dynamics of their relationship until I watched the show because I I mean because because Roman had had an older brother Rosie who was yeah. a three three minute warning so we don't know where he plays into this but he obviously followed the Rock's footsteps. And was probably also pretty as close to to Dwayne as uh, as Roman was. Um, yeah. Then you then you have uh, Yokozuna, who is their also their cousin, who they were watching on TV as uh, who was already established in there. Um, mm-hmm. And I was gonna say Rikishi was probably also there, but he wasn't Rikishi; he was somebody else <laughs> at that at that time uh, there. Maybe could have been just start. I don't know if that early. I don't think the Rakishi was there yet. I don't think so. Okay, maybe. Yes. Yeah. So, so you have all these people in that dynamic. So, if you want to build that, that that is a great story. And if you want to plant it, if, if they, if Rock and the people wanted in WWE wanted to plant it, the seeds for that, that episode was the quintessential cornerstone of planting the seed for that WrestleMania next year. That would be perfect. That would be the perfect guy to take it off of, you know, Roman. And be like, hey, I'm the big brother here, and I got to put you in line. And here, here he comes to put you in, in your place. So that would be perfect. You have a whole year to build this now. Well, I mean, Roman says he's the head of the table, but Rock, come on. Rock, Rock's the head of the table. Yeah, Rock kind of already, you know, did a, did a lot more. He solidified he's the head of the table. So yeah. this is a the year to do it. You gotta, you gotta, you could build this story like they did CNN and Rock for WrestleMania. You could build this story right now. Yeah, and then you have the whole Cody Rhodes thing. Uh, at some point, they're gonna have to cross paths um, and go toe to toe with each other as well. Um, yeah. But, but yeah. So, so all in all, it was a phenomenal, stupendous WrestleMania, and. Um, but yeah, so I, I mean, I enjoyed it. I thought it was, uh, I thought it was fun, very fun. Yeah, I was surprised how good it was. It was really, you know, it's maybe, maybe like two matches were like a hit and a miss, but the rest was great. I, I was surprised how well they did. Yeah, they yeah, beat the Super Bowl on Super Social Media. Yeah, which is crazy. I was gonna say that that's why it paid. Well, getting somebody like Logan Paul and getting uh, Giant Knoxville. People who have big social media followings. Pat McAfee, don't forget. And Pat McAfee, who has one of the biggest podcasts in in the United States. So those three guys have definitely definitely helped uh, boost WWE and and they that that entire organization, the entire machine, all those people that they put in place. Uh, mm-hmm. We even for, overlooked Triple H putting his boots in the ring at the beginning of uh, of, night, of night two. Yeah. It was yeah. sad to see that, but you know, Triple H's health is more important than one more match. So 
he's got three daughters. He has a wife and family. So it's better to live a life happy than risk, you know, another serious medical problem. Yeah. I think there, there will be many, many more big bands and WrestleMania. The uh, uh, Shane's, I think Shane's oldest, oldest kid just signed a, um, he just signed with the University of Indiana to play a running back. He looks just like Vince. He looks exactly oh, yeah. like, yeah, he looks exactly like Vince. Um, and then Triple H's daughter's also, uh, I think she just started her training to be a wrestler as well. So. Yeah. Can you imagine that Rock and Triple H's daughters are training? That is yeah. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, that is a. That is a, that is is one of those things, but it is a it is a family it is a family business. Oh yeah, you can tell Triple H is gonna have hands on training on her. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So as we as we close it out, um, I'm already looking forward to next WrestleMania and how they are going to uh, try to top this. That's right. The Bang and the Clan crew take on the tag champs for the tag team championships. Who that may be? Yeah. <laughs> also, who, who do you think is going to take out the Usos? I, I can't see anybody else beating the I Usos. I don't see anybody. They're going to unify the tag championships. Oh, though. that has that. That has to happen. Yeah, that definitely has but to happen. There's nobody right now that's good enough to beat them. Like you could build the Dirty Dogs as a baby face, but they're good as heels. There's no other big baby face team to come in there and beat them. Yeah. <laughs> So that yeah. goes for a very, very long time. Yeah, you'd have to. you got to have that match. That's right. Unless they're about to bucks, then they could beat them. But otherwise, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, we're going to close it out. And uh, let's, get to, uh, let's get to the questions. All right. Uh, in your memory, we wrestling. Your be- favorite WrestleMania of all time that sticks out of your brain. And um. Uh, WrestleMania, <laughs> WrestleMania six, WrestleMania six, Hogan versus Warrior. That you know, I I um I vividly remember, uh probably more so than any other WrestleMania four, five, and six. Uh the the main event for uh for four was Savage versus uh, DiBiase for mm-hmm. the uh for the for the world title. Macho Man <laughs> wins, beats Randy Savage. Then next year it's it's Mega Powers explode Hogan versus Macho. Hogan beats uh, Hogan beats Randy Savage, and then WrestleMania six title for title Intercontinental versus World Hogan versus Ultimate Warrior. To to this day, one of the biggest matches I've ever ever witnessed. And uh, I mean, I was a Hogan fan. My best friend was a Warrior fan, and I've had to live with the shame um, ever since for the last thirty seven years. He's been able to hold that over my head. Ah, that's unfortunate. Yeah. Hey, maybe well, you can always do it in a video game. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we we rematch it all the time. We run it back. We run it back all the time. <laughs> Mine will have to be uh was that it, it was a uh, what WrestleMania? It was Austin and Rock, and it was I don't know, I think it was WrestleMania 18, I think it was. It was like it was a big arena. I remember it was like blue and gold. Okay. I think that might be WrestleMania 18. X, or WrestleMania X, X8. Yeah, X8. I think that yeah. might be uh with Rock and Austin. That was my favorite one. Okay. Okay. Yeah. That's a good one. That is. That's one of my favorite ones that stick out of my memory as a kid in, in elementary school watching that. And then performing those moves in my music class against my students and get in trouble and get there silent. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, do they still – I don't even think they still put that do not try this at home thing like they used I, to. I don't think they do do that. I, I haven't seen it, it forever. Yeah, kids, kids aren't doing wrestling moves anymore. They're not. Yeah. This kid just don't try to sue WWE for. Yeah, they're, they're not doing wrestling. Yeah, kids aren't doing wrestling moves on each other uh, anymore, like like uh, back in the day. All right, what's the uh, next question? All uh, right, fitness question. Um, uh, how does soreness relate to muscle growth? Oh, it doesn't at all. Like it, it's, it's that's probably one of the biggest misconceptions about uh, about soreness. People think, oh, if you're, if you're not sore, you didn't have a good workout. Soreness has nothing to do with muscle growth. Or how, uh, or how your muscles are, are progressing. Either just the burning. That, that, that's another thing. Uh, the lactic acid burn, that has nothing to do with anything. Uh, that is just a, pro, that's just a function of muscle contraction. Um, so those two things are misconceptions. Um, mm-hmm. The best thing is a, uh, to make sure that your weights are progressing or your reps are progressing uh, to a point where you're fighting to get the, the desired number that you're trying to get. 
Yeah. And sometimes like too much over soreness is maybe like overstimulating the muscle. Well, it may could result in injury, but it's like, um, you know, some people's muscle growth are different than others. Some people build it fast. Some people build it slower. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that little tidbit was brought to you by GMU Nutrition. Check them out on Instagram and online to get some pre-workout and some branch chain aminos and some protein. GMU Nutrition. Check them out. That's right. Go get yourself a couple of some. And I got one. This is the one um, you may be familiar with this one. <clears throat> uh, EMG data. Can, what, that, what do you think that could tell us about muscle growth or how, about working out anyway? EMGs? Yeah. Um, I, you know, I haven't really taken a look at that uh, probably as much as I should. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, it's still – I mean – there, there are so many different, different ways to measure muscle tissue activation, and that's just one another way to measure it. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, if you look at, I always, I always say that you know you go in there and you train, and I, I'm a feel person. I do almost all of my training by yeah. feel. Same and here. If I, yeah. If I, and if I know the number that I that I need to get, um, and I can push through, and I hit the number. Then it's time mm-hmm. to go up. Uh, if I don't hit the number, sometimes I stay. Sometimes I go down and maybe work on work on form or work on depth or or work on um, work on different things. Um, so so that that's how I train. But there there are so many different ways that people put together their workouts based on. And, but it's always good to have uh, empirical information to uh, to structure your training. That's right. That's very true. Like EMG is good, you know. If- they probably have their benefits, but there's always, you know, other ways to say, like what we do by feel and there's other methods to, you know, see what, well, how your body will react to stuff. You know, like, like I would, like, I, like you said, I like to work by feel all the time. Like even my, like right now I work on my deadlifts right now and I could feel my numbers were going up. Now it's plateauing. And now like, you know, talking to, uh, you know, one of the great powerlifters, Curtis and I buy gym is little, little things to play with a little bit too. Now we do on my deadlift where, we got four mats. I put two mats underneath the deadlift platform and did work different levers. There was different stimulations. Chains work different angles. There's all kinds of things out there now. Or those going to say this past year when I've had uh, Rob uh, helping me put together workouts or the train that we've done. I mean, it's, it's completely different than, than anything I've ever done uh, every, mm-hmm. every single day. So, so it's for the past almost year, all, all the training that I've, that I've done through, I'll throw it out the window because you're, we're not doing that anymore. We're doing different stuff every single day. Um, and it, 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 it's harder to do it because I don't know what's coming every mm-hmm. single day. I have no idea. You, you just get the workouts and you just work through them the best you can. And it's more of a fight because I'm not ready every single day. I, I, I can, before, you know, I, we got chest this day. I know how to prepare for it. Or I got legs this day. I know how to prepare for it. Now you just wake up and you just go, we don't, we don't know. So that is one mm-hmm. thing that has just helped, helped my training so much is that I, I, I'm, I'm, I prepare. I, I get ready and I, and, I, and, I, and I gear my week towards a particular workout. Now I'm not able to do that. So just not by, by being able to prepare for it, you get the results are, are different. You get, you get your body is pressed and you're, you're under different stress. You're getting all this different stimuli in your body. So your body just adjusts. And when it adjusts, that's when you get your, your progress. That's right. Cause your body's like, your mind is prepping your body, right? It's like, I got chest this day and your mind's already telling you, Oh, body, you know, what's coming. So be ready for it. But like, for like, like what you're doing now, like you have no idea what's going to happen to you. So your mind is like, Okay, what are we doing? What are we until you get that work? It's like, oh, too late, mine. Gotta be ready right now. So your body's like going into like that mode, like, all right, I gotta, I gotta progress this side. I gotta, and different things are happening where you see more results, kind of thing. Like, is that kind of right? Yeah, that's true. That's true. There's you suspect the unexpected and uh, just fight through the best you can. And uh, by not preparing like I had been preparing for the past 15 years of training. You mm-hmm. kind of it kind of just kickstarts your it kickstarts your body kickstarts the adrenaline pro- process the second you get in there and realize that you got to go to battle and you didn't bring a sword with you you got to do it with your bare hands because you're not prepared every single that's day. That's right, that's right. I want you to thought my strategy I just thought up in my head because 
you know, like I'm not doing this because I don't know Rob. So I, I won't, I won't have the different effect. So I'm always, I know what I'm going to do the next day. So what do you thought of this strategy? Like get the old school, you know, my, my school where I get it flashcards, mm-hmm. write down workouts for this, like, you know, chest, back, legs, whatever, stack them up, face down where I can't see them, mix them up. And every day I wake up, no one about what about a workout or it's a rest day, take the card and see what it is. And just, well, I was going to say, it is now he has the long term. He has the long term picture. He does. So, so as he as he's developing this whole thing, he has the in game strategy of how many days we're going to work everything during the week. I just don't know. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he has the system already mapped out. He he does. He has everything mapped out. I just don't know what or when, but he knows when things happen and where the pieces go. So he has the entire puzzle put together. They look at it like a jigsaw puzzle. And every single day he's giving me a piece to put in the jigsaw puzzle. And he knows the entire picture, but he gives me a piece. Here's a piece of the jigsaw. Then next day we're going to get another piece. Next day we get another piece. You don't know where the piece is going to be placed. You just know that you're going to get a piece. Mm. Some days I wish I know Rob. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, he's really good. He's really good. Um, Maybe if Crosswoods get permission, that he could share that workout. <laughs> at, at what he's, yeah, he's really good at what he does. And um, yeah, yeah, he that is going to say he wanted to challenge. He wanted to challenge a couple people. I was lucky enough to to be one of these people who he threw into this challenge, so he can have a wide range of data that he can use for his apps. So I'm uh, I'm a guinea pig. So so far so good. Uh, uh, yes. Keep it rolling. That's right. It made to torture you in a progress to get back at you for something. Maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Uh, not paying for my wings, making him pay for Wingstop in 2001 or 2002 when we were buying buying chicken wings. Wow. I feel like a child now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, lot, there's a lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on in there. In the early 2000s, stuff you can't get away with now, that's for sure. That's right. <laughs> I was a child back then, so a oh, lot of things man. you guys were I doing. Feel, I, I, feel, I feel bad for the people now because because we can get away. I mean, they're no fun. We can get away with it. I mean, we can do anything. Anything. You get bar fights, do whatever you want. Nobody's going to take any pictures. You can say whatever you for the most part, say whatever you want. Nobody's going to go out here. You got to walk. Now you got to, these people got to walk on eggshells all day long. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, sir. I'm I glad that I'm glad. I was gonna say I'm glad that I grew up when I grew up, and I don't have to do, and I don't, and I don't have this time to grow up in. That's right. Like uh, when I was going out, phones already out, people. <laughs> it was too late for me. I couldn't. I couldn't get into a bar fight without been taking pictures or somebody's posting posting that. I would have been canceled 15 times just in 2001. Good so, God. Yeah, I've been canceled a lot. Yeah, for <laughs> 2001. But that's neither here nor there because there's no video evidence. And no, every, everybody that I know who is in 2001 is married with kids and happily and would not rat me out. So we're fine. Uh, that is very cool. Yes, that is very nice. I'm just, I, I'm not going to say my age because I feel like a child now. So, so yeah, I wasn't around that time, guys. Yeah, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Here's, here's that's just that's, for the movie and Marvel and all the DC stuff going on. Everybody got their own story. We got Moon Knight now. Any character in your comic book mind that we have never heard of, or you could even be a villain that should get their own series, whether it's Marvel, DC, or anime. Um, it could be anything. It have to be just you know anything. Let's see. I I love I love Colossus growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, and he he's been in Deadpool. He hadn't really got his own feature feature film or, or even even added to anything but he was one of my he was one of my favorite characters i'd like to see him get his own movie eventually maybe like a maybe like a team up with deadpool or wolverine or or be a be a focal point in the x-men movie instead of just a side character that is really cool i got i got one for you this is a old 1994 movie well i was a huge fan of this movie there was two of them so you might remember this movie you 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 got you got to guess a 1994 big superhero movie. You know what I'm about to say? Uh, the Crow. Nope. It called Giver. Which what's it called? Giver. G U Y V E R. Giver. 
I don't remember that. Oh my god, that's right in the, I think on YouTube they probably have Guyver 2 Dark Hero is the 1994 one. Like the second movie was my favorite probably, but it's like a it's like a superhero movie based on like um I think I think it was made in China or Japan or something. It was an anime, then it made into a live action movie, which as a kid I went crazy for. It's like this guy, he's um regular dude, then he wanders in and he's cat got beat about this gang and they were messing around with alien technology where he fell on it, lands on his forehead. And it's like a, almost like a light bulb that stuck to his forehead and he transformed and get this armor. And he calls it Giver where it's like this alien technology where he's like pretty much a superhero. He could fight, he could fight the guys on the street and he got to fight freaking alien beings that's trying to take his suit away and try to enslave humanity. So he's out there fighting people and fighting monsters and stuff like that. Oh yeah, I definitely, definitely would check it out. That sounds, that sounds good. I think Austin would know what I'm talking about. Just check yeah, it out. Would, he would definitely know. He would yeah. definitely know. You, you're, you're 90s. You're like 90s movies. So check out Guyver. You, 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 you'll love this one. Okay. All right. I will, I will check it out. All right. So I would like to thank uh, www.banthhammer, uh, mm-hmm. as always, for providing the greatest workout hammer in the history of hammering. Uh, and they are working on a brand new hammer. So they have right. the one that I have is Mignonia. Uh, they are working on a Stormbreaker. A I storm saw break, that. A Stormbreaker version <laughs> of the uh, Banff Hammer, which should be out uh, very shortly. So be on the lookout for that. Uh, I can't wait to see the new Banff Hammer out there. Get, get yourself a Stormbreaker, people. You won't regret this. Yeah, you will not. You will not. <laughs> All right. Uh, take him home, brother. All right, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for tuning into the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. We got you right in time before SmackDown tomorrow. We went over WrestleMania, a little bit of Raw, a little bit of SmackDown. We went over a little, a little bit of everything. Tell everybody about us. Check out the Instagram page, Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast. Like us and subscribe there. Follow us there. Leave a question if you want us to answer it. Check out the YouTube page, Clanging and Banging, Voices to Faces, crazy workouts we do down there as well. Like Crossman says, to get yourself a band family, get yourself some good supplements. And Crossman, you got anything to add before we say goodbye to all the kind folks? Uh, we will be back very soon. Uh, look for another episode coming up uh, before the start of next week um, to bring you back up to date. Um, yeah, in the wrestling world, a lot of stuff going on. So we'll keep you posted. That is right. We will keep you posted. And we love your lovely host, Crossbones Hears, whose arms are stronger than Colossus himself. Allegedly. Allegedly. And I am Blake Moretta. I'm going to try to get cut. Crossbones to watch Diver. Which one? Oh, yeah. No, I'm, I'm, I'm all over the Skyver. I'm going to watch it. Okay. All over the Skyver. I'm going to get a check the Skyver out. And we are banging and, and clanging sports. And we'll see you in the next exciting episode of Bang Clang Sports Podcast. Good night.